What is up, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Muff Podcast. As always, my name is Boaz, and with me today is Aaron. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, Chris isn't here. He's uh, sick. And yeah, so it's just going to be me and Aaron today. Shit. No, yeah, for real. But uh, <laughs> I mean, hope you, feel, hope you feel better. Chris has a coronavirus. So, oh, I mean, shit. Like, yeah, that's, that's some real shit. Yeah. yeah Chris is quarantined at home. Oh, yeah. I had coronavirus uh, in the first week we did this podcast, but, you know, I'm, I'm okay. You're good now? I'm right, good. Cool. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. So we're here. Uh, I've, I've so far, yeah, I've avoided coronavirus. So, I mean, I'm doing good. But um, with that being said, let's get into it. Sunday, I don't know if you saw the game, but uh, Sunday was a Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, yeah, it didn't go so well for 49ers fans. Um, no, it did I not. Mean, yeah, congrats to the Chiefs, um, all the Andy Reid fans, all the Pat Mahomes fans. Um, I don't know. There's not much else to say. I, I, it was not, I mean, as a Niners fan, it was kind of a shitty day. It was very, very reminiscent of, um, what was it, the 2013 Super Bowl when um, we also lost in the fourth quarter. So yeah, oh, I mean that's all. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. I'm I'm a depressed Niners fan. Give me another <laughs> week to uh, just you know I got I gotta get over this. And okay. you have anything to say? I I have I actually have a lot to say here. So to be completely okay, let's get honest into with it. you, to be completely honest with you, Kyle Shanahan boned us, Boaz. Kyle Shanahan I mean, boned us. Dude, he did the same shit he did with Atlanta. Yeah. He did the exact same thing he did with Atlanta. I don't know what was up with that. At the end of the first half. Where we he did not call timeouts to try and drive us on the field. We have such an explosive offense. You saw the throw Jimmy G made to Kittle, and that was a that was beautiful throw. Beautiful that was called throw, back yeah. on pass interference. But I mean, the, the entire game, the refs were just not on our side. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know. I don't. I mean, hmm. the, did you see the Tyreek Hill play? They were showing where uh, he's wide open. There's like a clear hold on uh, Nick Bosa. Like Nick Bosa's like r- like he's rushing oh, up really? the gap. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and uh, he's just getting held like from behind. So like yeah, he, he probably could that. have sacked Pat Mahomes yeah if it wasn't for that but uh, yeah there was a couple of calls that um I saw Jerry Rice on Twitter he was like really pissed off he was saying that um uh the refs really you know screwed the Niners over yeah well I think the Niners had some chances to win the game but I I don't think you can blame it all on the refs oh no I, yeah I, for sure I blame it more on Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy's uh, fourth quarter choke but so he didn't call timeouts there and then at the at the end of the game we just got the play calling was just way off like the Chiefs were doing all this crazy stuff like. He completely stopped using Debo Samuel in the second half, and Debo was eating up the Chiefs. I don't remember Debo. Debo was our best yet. running back, pretty much. Pretty I, much. I, don't I don't know what remember. happened to Raheem Mostert. Like Raheem Mostert maybe yeah. popped like a nine yarder max, but uh, yeah, Debo Samuel was doing crazy. Like he was doing crazy stuff. Like I don't remember Debo getting the ball at all after the third quarter. Maybe he did, but I don't remember it. Like I don't know what. Happened. I mean, we we just started throwing, and uh, I saw some. Um, they were showing some replays, and I guess there was a couple of plays that Kyle Shanahan called the right thing. It was just Jimmy wasn't able to execute yes, because um, Chris too. Jones, Chris Jones uh, knocked the ball down twice in a row. Jimmy, uh, he batted the pass down. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so Jimmy had statistically the worst fourth quarter Super Bowl passer rating in NFL history. Did you know that? Really? No, yeah. I, I saw that uh, Pat Mahomes like, had the worst uh, uh, QBR of a Super Bowl MVP or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. He. I mean, Patrick Mahomes didn't have his like the first three quarters were probably some of his worst like this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and then that, that, but that got, fourth quarter, he just, I mean, that's all that matters. He turned it on, and then I know. the rest is history. That got me really excited. And then, uh, yeah, that throw to Emmanuel Sanders that Jimmy could have made. 
That he was, was open. That, that was, dude. That my hard dropped there for, for a second. I thought this was like the LA. Do you remember the LA Rams game? Uh, oh, yes. 17, yes. Where yeah. wide open. It, it, it was honestly the same exact play. Emmanuel Sanders wide open. And Jimmy yes. and Jimmy kind of underthrew him, too. Emmanuel Sanders had to come back. And this time, Jimmy overthrew him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, fourth down. And then fourth down came, and Jimmy couldn't do anything, and he got sacked. I know. So, but, yeah, I mean, so no, no, go, go ahead. Okay, so I kind of pinned the loss. I think it comes down to, obviously, as a team, we could have played better. But I think it comes down to these major elements. And I think it was Kyle Shanahan not calling timeouts in the first half because our offense is really explosive and we could have gone down the field easy, right? And then also blame it on Jimmy G's poor fourth quarter performance. And also, I can't really blame Richard Sherman for this, but like he was getting burnt by Tyree Kill like the entire game. But then to be fair, who can cover Tyree Kill, honestly? I mean, but, yeah, I don't know. They were putting Richard Sherman one-on-one, and Sammy Watkins was burning him. It was just, yeah, Sherman didn't play the best game. No, he did not. I mean, I will I think you're right, but I'll, I think there's a bigger factor that we're missing Oh, here what, what is that, it? Uh, the blame is it? I think it's um, J-Lo, J- J-Lo and Shakira. I mean, did you see the <laughs> halftime, did you see the halftime show? Here, here's a, hear me out, hear me out. So I'm pretty sure Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if he's married yet or that's his fiance, but I mean, he he's a committed man. He's in a relationship. He is. Jimmy Garoppolo is a single guy. Oh my God. You're here's, saying he here's, banged them my, you. No, no. Here's my theory. My theory is they had the TVs on in the, uh, in the locker room and yeah. Jimmy got distracted. Uh, Kyle, Kyle was going over to the game plan and I bet you he mentioned that last pass. He's like, all right, Jimmy, this is going to be the last pass. Emmanuel Sanders is going to be wide open. Uh-huh. But he, was fucking, he was too busy looking at J-Lo's ass. Have a home paying attention in the locker room, and that's what that's. I mean, that's it came down to the last play, and Jimmy was the, the ass was still in his mind. All he could think about was her ass, and he overthrew the fucking uh, he overthrew the pass. That is exactly what I think happened. No, nobody yeah, talks I, about I, it. I, I, no, I mean, nobody does. I don't understand. Yeah, it's porn star Jimmy for crying out loud. Yeah, ESPN is keeping this hush, but uh, I mean, I, I'm I think this is really what happened. If you really break <laughs> it down, this is the factor so. that changed the game. It was, I think, actually, Andy Reid and Bill Belichick. So Bill Belichick traded Jimmy over to the Niners. Just so that Andy Reid could set it up so that J-Lo would be the halftime show just to distract Jimmy. Oh, my Jimmy. God. Because if it was Adam Levine, Jimmy wouldn't care. Jimmy d- d- doesn't fuck with that shit. If it was Adam Jimmy's Levine, Jimmy gay. would be – Yeah, Jimmy's not <laughs> fucking gay. He's, he's going to be focusing on Kyle if Adam Levine was up there. But, uh, also, I mean – Sorry they, about they me placed, coughing. Yeah. No, 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 it's all good. Yeah. Getting over the coronavirus. Honestly. Okay, I think I'm done. Yeah, I, I can't talk okay. about the Super Bowl anymore. It's uh, like my my blood starts <laughs> like I got like uh, yeah, steam coming out of my ears. Uh, yeah, I can't talk about it. It's just, All right, it's just very uh, depressing. All right, you want to talk about now. It's uh, yeah. Now it's time for my segment. I have my own segment now. It's time for King's topics of the day. Now I'm gonna keep this nice and short. First thing I would like to talk about my boy, my boy Buddy Heald, who dissed the entire Kings franchise multiple times. But that is a that's for a different day. Buddy Heald is in the three-point contest, and I am rooting for him. Hey, hey, Boaz. Yeah. Do you want to be my buddy? Uh, <laughs> buddy Heald is going to make the rest of the three-point competition his buddy. We're keeping this PC. This is PC for bitch, by the way. PC? This is PC for bitch. Buddy Heald is going to win. I'm calling it right now, okay? And then also okay. I want to talk about... He's going to make everybody his buddy. He's going to make everybody his buddy. Everyone's going to get buddied. Everyone's going to get buddied. And then also, my last topic I want to talk about, I mentioned this on the podcast last week week about the the Kings' 25-point comeback in the fourth quarter against the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Well, I I just wanted to be known that the uh, Kings played the Timberwolves again on Monday. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, the result was the same. You know, the Kings have had a terrible, terrible season. 
playing like trash, underperforming, yeah, just, underperforming like yeah. crazy. But all I have to say is, if we could play like we play against the Timberwolves, just every if game, every team, if every team was the Timberwolves, you guys if would we be just set. Play, yes, we're two and zero against the Timberwolves, which is the only team we could say we have played and have not lost to. You think you go eighty two zero if every if every team was a hundred percent go eighty two zero. You saw Darren Fox little like throw off the bottom of the rim, catch the ball, layup thing to like send the game. You saw that, right? Yeah, this no. So, so you don't think they'll lose. Drop. You don't. You don't think they'll lose a single game again if they ever played a t- like if they just played the Timberwolves every game, they would never no, lose. We would not lose, 100. percent Look, Darren Fox is literally the pimp daddy of the Minnesota Timberwolves, boys. <laughs> let me tell you that this dude dropped 31 game two. I- I'm pretty sure he also dropped like 20 something in the first game. I don't have that stat on me right now, but I'm pretty sure it's around that. Darren Fox just owns the Timberwolves. Buddy dropped 42 in the first game that we had that. Buddy Hill's balling, yeah. Ever since yeah. the uh, the rumor came out that they're gonna bench him for a uh, Bogdan. Well, they I did mean, bench him. They did bench him. They did, and then uh, and then he fucking came back and he was balling. Yeah, and now he's balling out. I yeah, know. it's kind of crazy. And uh, I mean, yeah, dude, good for him. Lit a fire. He's uh, I mean, I guess that's what you wanted to do. Maybe it's like a what was it like a Steve Young, Joe Montana type of thing. You bench him just to piss him off a little bit, and then exactly. uh, have him work a little harder. Yeah. Take that monkey off my back. Anyways, so <laughs> and also okay. one last thing. One last thing. Sorry. Yeah, stop, no, go ahead. don't don't be mean to Marvin Bagley. Can we stop this? You saw, you, but Marvin Bagley deleted his Twitter and his Instagram because everyone keeps sending him hate mail. I don't know if you've heard about this. I mean, people uh, they fucked people, up. They should have drafted Luca. <laughs> they did, but that doesn't mean you go tell Marvin Bagley to kill himself and call him the N word in his DMs. That is true. Yeah, that is fucked up. So lay off my guy, Marvin. PSA, yeah, PSA for all the for all the NBA fans. <laughs> lay no, the fuck off of Marvin Bagley. <laughs> if you want to represent Ball Sack Town. You don't DM Marvin Bagley hate mail. Well, you can't anymore because he deleted it. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. So, um, the NBA trade deadline, uh, the trade deadline is um tomorrow, Thursday at uh, I believe 3 p.m. Eastern time. So for us in the yes. West Coast, that's 12. And um, I mean, we already had our first trade occur uh yesterday, last night. Uh, we had a Woj bomb. Yeah, Clint Capella. Uh, four team trade. It was Atlanta, uh, Minnesota, Denver, and Houston. And um, so le- let's see this. Uh, I have it up here. So Houston got Robert Cummington and Jordan Bell. I mean, Jordan Bell, uh, ex-Warriors player. Uh-huh. He's kind of playing like ass. Yeah. <laughs> Robert um, Cummington is good. Yeah, he is. He is. He is Ron too. And he's, he's, a, he's a good player. I mean, he's a, a 3 and D type player. Yeah. He's also undrafted too. So look at him. Yeah. Uh, Clint Capella. I mean, that's a good player. And he's going to the Hawks. That's a, I mean, that's a young team. And yeah. um, they also got Nene. But I mean, I, I feel like he's not going to play much. Does he, what's his, what's his is that, that. is the his first name that he just made his like single name? I think that's like, just I, yeah. I don't know. It's like it's like Shakira. Yeah, it's just one. He only has one name. He goes by one name. I know, but like he has a, like a government name. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That's besides the point. I don't think he's gonna be playing much for them. Uh, Minnesota got so they got Malik Beasley. They got uh Juan uh Hernan Gomez. They got Jared yeah. Vanderbilt and Evan Turner. So they pretty much just got a bunch of adept guys. Yeah, basically. That's, that's really what it is. And they got a first-rounder from Atlanta. So, I, I mean, do you think they're going <laughs> to use a first-rounder for uh, maybe D'Lo? That, that's, may, uh, that's the maybe. They could do that. Yeah. And then, oh, I forget what it was. Oh, I wish I remember. I think the Hawks got the ended up getting the Warriors' second-round pick from 2024 in this trade somehow. Like, I saw oh, that on the, I saw that on the NBA. Oh, right it was uh, Houston. Houston got Warriors' Houston, 2024 second-round yeah. pick. Yeah. How did, that, how did that happen? This whole trade was just, um, like, really com- complicated, to be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think um, I'm guessing one of the other teams just uh, Warriors yeah, traded them. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head how it happened, but um, I mean, yeah, somehow it's in the trade. 
And then Denver got uh, Shabazz Napier. Uh, Keita beats Bates D up. I, I've boy. seen him on 2K. That's the, yeah, that's one guy. On <laughs> hey, he, he dropped uh, uh, in the in the in the game against the Kings. He dropped like six points. Oh yeah, he's averaging a uh, six point eight according to uh, NBA.com. Well, well, then that was a good game for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Gerald Green and uh, Noah Vonley. I mean, uh, Noah Vonley. I remember he used to play for the Suns, right? Yeah. That Did hasn't he? worked out. Yeah, I believe so. That hasn't really worked out too well. And then the Rockets also. Um, and I mean, Denver got the Rockets' first round pick. So I mean, um, other than really Clint Capella, it's not that big of a deal. But it's just kind of cool. It's um. I saw something that it's the biggest, the largest trade in NBA history since um, the 2000, the year 2000. Oh really? And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a pretty, it's a pretty big trade. Like, I mean, it's not often that you see, you don't see three team trades that often, but now like a four team trade, especially with the amount of players that every team is getting. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just kind of weird to see. But with that being said, let's get into. I mean, every episode we'd be kind of doing like a draft type of uh, segment. So we're gonna go with NBA fantasy trade. So each per, each person is gonna say like what they what kind of trade they'd want to see in the NBA. It doesn't matter if it's realistic or not. It's a fantasy trade. Okay. And uh, Aaron, you start off, and I mean, let's just do two trades each. So we'll go to draft order and we'll snake around. So let's just do two trades each. Hmm. Yeah. So you go, and then I'll go, and I'll go twice, and then you go to finish off. So you get the first and the last pick. You know, what I think would be very very interesting for me personally is if you could get. People say Kyle Kuzma to the Kings, but like I don't really know where we would be able to use Kyle Kuzma to be completely honest with you. But you know who I would, would like to see good? benching Marvin Bagley. That probably. Be <laughs> you know right? who I like? Yeah, you know who I, I would. You know, fuck. You know who I would want to see go to the Kings? Who do you want to see? I, I want to see Dante Divincenzo from the Bucks go to the Kings. To be completely honest with you, I mean that's not going to happen. But I feel like we could put Divincenzo in there. In our lineup, maybe off the bench, maybe as like a stretch three or something like that. But like, I think he would be able to add a lot to the team. He's got great outside shooting. And if we're having healed come off the bench, like, I feel like we could just play extremely small and we could just outrun everybody because we are. He's really pretty much interchangeable team. with Buddy Healed. Yeah, you could just switch those two guys exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be interesting. In my personal opinion, as a Kings fan, that would be a trade I would want to see something like that happen. All right, Buzz. You're not dude, You're thinking way smaller than I was thinking. I I'm mean, just gonna go. I, go I've been saying this next. for a while. Okay, that, that that's cool. Yeah, save it for the last one. That's that's okay. a, you know you got to build up the drama. Exactly. But I'm gonna go. This is a trade that I've been talking with Aaron a lot about. It's uh, Giannis coming to the Warriors. Oh, so, that's. I mean, be, before you're happen. just like you know you're like what the fuck is yeah this is not gonna happen. Let me explain to you. So here's how it works. Warriors are the worst team in the NBA. Maybe they're the second worst team. Doesn't matter. Maybe the Knicks are the worst team. But the Knicks get screwed over. They don't get the first pick. The Warriors get the number one overall pick. And we have D'Lo, and D'Lo's like, I mean, like, everybody knows D'Lo's probably going to get, like, traded either, I mean, either at the trade deadline or at, um, during, during the offseason. And, um, yeah. so here's what's going to happen. Giannis is going to lose in the finals. I don't know who's going to be. Maybe it's the Lakers, maybe it's the Clippers. I don't know, maybe it's the Rockets. I, it doesn't matter who it is, but Giannis is going to make it in the East, and then they'll just, the Bucks are going to lose. And Giannis is going to say, fuck it, I'm out. I don't want to live in Wisconsin anymore. It's cold. I want to go somewhere cooler. Or I want to go somewhere warmer. And um, right. check this out. Steve Kerr is going to be calling. And uh, <laughs> they're, they're, they're going to, you know, Warriors are going to be like, hey, you guys take D'Lo. We give you the number one overall pick. You guys give us Giannis and maybe like another player in return. And now uh-huh. we got to do Giannis on the Warriors. We got Clay uh, Thompson's going to be back. Curry's going to be fully healthy. And then just next season, we're going to win the championship. And then for like the next 10 years, we're just every year going to be winning it over and over and over again. See, and like, see, I'm just going to be set and I'm going to be so happy. 
thing is, Giannis is never leaving Milwaukee, in my opinion. He's just not. He's just like too involved in the whole organization over there. Like I, I, I mean, I don't, don't want to right, but I think if, if one play, if he were to leave, I think it would be Golden State. Like I think uh, he has a connection, so it's like I mean, in the you see it all the time in the media. He talks about how he has a connection with a uh, Steph Curry, like yeah, the All Star game and stuff like that. So I think if he if if I mean he just gets frustrated with the, like the organization and he feels like you know I've given up enough time and like you know I've done enough. I played there for what like five six years now. I yeah, already yeah, saw yeah. MVP. Maybe he's gonna get a second MVP this year. And he's just like, all right, you know what? He's going to do a Kevin Durant and be like, I think I proved everything I can with Milwaukee. I want to go win a ring. And, you know, Golden State, they give you the first overall pick. I mean, Milwaukee can rebuild. They still have um, Chris Middleton. They have Dante DiVincenzo, like you said. They'll have the first overall pick. And they'll have D'Lo. I mean, that, that's that, that's not that bad. Like, I mean, they'll still be good in the East. It's just, you know, Warriors are going to be fucking winning the championship every year. So, okay. uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much my NBA. That's my, like, wet dream to talk, at the top what I don't want to happen. But um the second one I'd want to see is um I kind of want to see Clay Thompson and this is going to this is going to be fucked up, but I want to see Clay Thompson in the Lakers. Like from a Warriors standpoint, I don't want to see Wait, this. What? But <laughs> as an NBA fan, I think it would be cool cuz like I think the one thing that, like Lakers are a really I mean they're a really good team at the top, but they don't have that much depth. But I think Clay Thompson the way he the way he plays he like he can be on the court for pretty much the entire game. Like he doesn't need to get yes. subbed out all that often. Yeah, he doesn't like he doesn't play like Steph Curry where he's like running all the way around. Like he's running all around the court and running side to side. He just kind of you know he he'll get open and then he pull up for his three and then he'll play defense on the other side. And I think that's kind of like it would really help out the Lakers, especially since I mean they're loaded with the forwards and and um, but not so much in the guards. Like I mean, uh, what do they have like Alex Caruso and like Danny Green? <laughs> the goat. Get, exactly. You get Clay Thompson. You give him an opportunity to be like the actual like. I mean, he wouldn't be, like, the, the top player, but he'd still be, like, a very high up player. And I think that's what's going to be missing soon enough in the Warriors, that soon enough they're going to stop using Klay Thompson as much as they are now. Because, yeah. like, he, I mean, yeah, he's already injured, and I think it's just, they're moving away from him, and they're going to be moving more for Steph Curry and uh, whoever either they draft or, I mean, if they get Giannis or something like that. So, I mean, I don't want this to happen, but at the same time, I think it would be cool to see what would happen to Klay, because I like Klay Thompson. Like, I'm a Klay Thompson fan. Yeah, that's it. Go ahead. All right. All right, so for I want to bring this back to your Giannis to the Warriors trade. Mm-hmm. As basically you said, I think that's completely like unrealistic, and I just I, you know as much as that's a meme, I just really don't think that's going to happen. Okay, so anyways, my second pick is Giannis to the Kings, and basically <laughs> why would this not? No, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> also, I, I I didn't mean to shit on your pick. I just wanted that to be the setup to me saying that. Dude, Giannis, I'm telling, I'm guaranteeing Giannis is coming to the Warriors, right? Giannis is gonna hold. He's gonna go to ESPN. And it's gonna be like the, the decision, and he's gonna be there, and he's like, you know what, guys, I'm heading over to the Bay Area. And then uh, I'm he's gonna put on, he's gonna put on, yeah. my talents to the Bay. Yeah, exactly. I'm taking my talents to the Bay, and then he puts on a Warriors jersey. <laughs> All right, but seriously though, my second pick is gonna be something that maybe you want to think about. You know, the Rockets were just involved in trading Clint Capella, right? Yeah. And, you know, there's all, there's all the memes I've seen about P.J. Tucker and how he's going to be the center now. but Because the only center on the Rockets roster yeah, is Andre. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I almost – is the only roster – wow, I cannot talk. The only center on the Rockets roster is Tyson the Chandler. coronavirus effect in you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but an interesting pick, may, pick is maybe the Rockets go all the way. Maybe they just go – they just go, like, balls deep into the NBA trade deadline. Maybe they pull the trigger for maybe Andre Drummond, maybe Andre Drummond to the Rockets, maybe to replace Clint Capella, unless they really want to go small. But I could see Andre Drummond going to the Rockets, and that could be an interesting interesting match there. 
But who knows I mean, what's going to happen? They just freed up a lot of cap with the getting rid of Capella. They have a, they have a lot of cap left over. So, I that's mean, true. But I could, that's yeah, true. I can see that. But I couldn't see that. But then again, like why trade Capella for Drummond? Like what? That, what yeah, that is true. And I think the big the thing is the like the reason why because I think the Hawks are looking at Drummond too. And I think the reason why they went for Capella is because Capella is cheaper. Drummond is. I mean, he's. I think Drummond is younger. If I um, if I'm not mistaken. But um, Drummond is fucking. He's getting paid a lot, and he. I mean, he's kind of. He's very old school in the way he plays. He's like an old school center. He's he gets rebounds and he dunks, and I mean, I think Capella's more. I guess, um, like Joel Embiid and more like Carl uh, Anthony Towns in the way that he can. He can still kind of. Sh- he can shoot the yeah, mid range yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, I mean, I it could happen, but I I, I feel like I think the re- the reason they're clearing up cap space is maybe for free agency. Maybe like they're like, all right, screw it. This year is not going to be our year. We're going to work out the chemistry with Harden and Westbrook. And then maybe we'll like add somebody in for agency, and yeah. then uh, we're gonna go for it next year. But I mean, yeah, I think uh, what you're saying could could potentially happen. All right. But I think out of all the trades we talked about, Giannis to the Warriors. I mean, that, that's, <laughs> that's so. Easy. Um, that's the one. That I I think so. Yeah, that that's the most realistic one. If we're being completely honest here. So um, let's transition. So we talked about um, the Super Bowl. We talked about the NFL, and, uh, and then we went to the NBA. I think we should go back to the NFL, and um. I mean, we're a few months or we're a few months away to March when the free agency really starts. But um, let's just let's just give like a preview. Let's just give. I mean, we'll just go like blanket statements. What do you think was going to happen to um, these top free agent players? So um, the first one, and I think the one that's really going to be discussed a lot in the media for the next upcoming months is uh, Tom Brady. I mean, we saw a Hulu ad where he tried to like fuck with everybody and say that that maybe he's retiring. Yeah. But um, where do you think he's going? Well, before I say where I think he's going. I just want to throw out. I've seen a lot of uh, I've seen a lot of rumors that Tom Brady is going to be going to the Las Vegas Raiders, and as an old Raiders fan, as an ex Raiders fan, what do you think about I, that? And I'm an ex Raiders fan, right? And I have and I have given up on the Raiders because I feel like they didn't even try to stay in Oakland and they are just tearing a part of my soul away, right? They gave up on your city, so you're giving up on them. Yeah, makes sense. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But then everyone calls me a, a bandwagon Niner fan, which Buzz will defend me on. No, no, you're not a bandwagon. He watched. I, I, I'll. Aaron, you, you watched the Chip Kelly years. You just, <laughs> just got to watch Chip Kelly. And you watch Jim Tom Sula, and you watch like the the all the highlights exactly. of those seasons. And if you can watch that without ripping your eyes out or like trying to kill yourself, then I think you're a Niners fan. Like you, you went through the struggle enough. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, back to my Continue. point. So, if Tom Brady goes to the Las Vegas Raiders and the Las Vegas Raiders win the Super Bowl, of Tom Brady, I'm just gonna end my life. I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna fucking kill myself, Oz. I just hope you realize that if that scenario happens, it's gonna I'm I'm gonna end it all. Because the worst possible outcome. My favorite team torn away from me, then immediately signed Tom Brady and win the Super Bowl and free agency. Anyways, so I think Tom Brady can completely not see that he's gonna stay at the Patriots. I don't I don't think he's gonna go anywhere. Why would the Patriots want to get rid of him right now? He's just he's he's declined a little bit, but he still wins. Still a winner. I think, I, think, I, think, I think the question is if they want – not if they want to get – like I said, I think they want him back. I think it's if Tom wants – like wants to go back. But so why wouldn't, Tom, why wouldn't Tom want to go back though? Is he pulling a, pulling a LeBron – no, Kevin Durant? Is that what you think this is? No, I think it's more of that like, he's sick and tired. I mean everyone in the media, you saw what, – what's Max Kellerman always calls him a, for, um, a system quarterback. I think oh, he's sick yeah. and tired of being like, yo, I'm not Bill Belichick's bitch. Like I'm going to go somewhere else and I'm going to show you guys like what the fuck I'm all about. So I think if he really wants to do that, either you go you go to a complete team. So you go, I mean, the ones who are really have openings for quarterbacks is either the Chargers or uh, the Raiders. And I think the Chargers are really like they should have been a playoff team this year. Honestly, if you look at their team, like it's a fucking it's a really solid like 
if you just look on paper. Yeah. But um, I think if Tom Brady is there, maybe he can elevate them to like in the playoffs, like at least in the playoffs. But um, I don't know potentially maybe a Super Bowl. I don't know who they draft. Maybe they get lucky in the draft or like free agency. Yeah. But um, I could see that working out, and I could see the Raiders working out too because the Raiders are they have a lot of young pieces. Maybe they draft a wide receiver. They got uh, two first rounders this year. So I mean they I mean things could fall into place that could I could see both the Raiders and the Chargers being successful with Tom Brady. But uh, I think it's gonna be the Chargers if he if he's leaving. I think it's the Chargers. That's the, that's a team that makes sense. He's from California. I know he probably wants to go to the Niners, but uh, bang bang I mean, I Niners. Niners. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the Niners are getting rid of Jimmy G. So uh, I'm going to say the Chargers. All right. Also, quick side note. Did you know the Chargers? Uh, I, I didn't know. I think it's 2009 or 2010 around the time. They're the only team that missed the playoffs by having the number one defense in the league and the number one offense in the league. Really? I No, I didn't know that. Yeah. But they had the lowest ranking special teams and they would give up like two kick returns per game and then they'd just <laughs> lose. And it was – I watched – there's a whole video on that on SB Nation. You should go watch that if you're interested in funny football stuff. Anyways, continue. No, no, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, so you, you're saying Tom Brady stays. I'm saying if he leaves, he's going to the Chargers. So yeah. with if Tom Brady leaving in the Chargers, that leaves Phillip Rivers. I think it's kind of already expected he's not going to be in the Chargers. He's not going to stay with them. Yeah. So uh, where do you think Phillip Rivers is going? Yeah. See, I don't know where Phillip Rivers is going. Where's he going to bring his whole family? Do you think his, his 12 kids? But he's like 30 think, kids, yeah. Do you think Phillip Rivers is going to be a backup in the NFL? Honestly, do you think he is? I'm asking you. I mean, here. okay, here's the thing. So I look at Philip Rivers and I look at Eli Manning. Eli Manning last year was the backup, and I, I'm being like, and I'm being completely serious. Like Philip Rivers, this year did not play like he didn't play like he us- like he usually does. He played like Eli Manning. So yeah. if, um, if a team is like, yo, I mean, I don't want, I don't want this guy. May, uh, I could totally see like I I can see nobody signing. I can see him just being like retiring because um I don't know if he has I, I think he has enough pride where he's like I don't want to play backup. But then I can also see maybe like a team draft somebody like maybe Miami or something. But I guess they have no, they have Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, they stick with Ryan. I don't know, maybe the the Bengals or something like that. A team that's gonna get a rookie quarterback or a young guy. Maybe you bring Philip Rivers as a bridge quarterback. But even then, like I don't know if he's up for that. Because like you know, you know, um, Eli Manning was uh, like they were asking him about how he would how he felt uh, like being a backup, and he's like this sucks. And I can totally see Philip Rivers being like, okay, I see how that worked out for Eli. Like, I don't want to be doing this shit. Screw it. I'm just going to retire. Like, I got my money. I have my 30 kids. I'm just going to go enjoy my life and just say fuck it. So Honestly, I, I think he's going to retire. That's what I'm going to say. All right. You know what, was? I'm going to piggyback on you. I also think he's going to retire. But I think there's a possible scenario that I'm going to go over right now. And I think – do you think Jameis Winston's going to get tagged? Actually, we'll talk about that later. But I think if Jameis Winston doesn't get tagged, I think it would be interesting to see – Maybe maybe he goes there. Well, yeah, Tampa I think Bay. maybe he goes to Tampa Bay. Honestly, I don't. I think he's gonna retire though. I really do. I don't see him being like a transition quarterback, or, uh, or a backup. Because like, where's he gonna back up? I mean, he could go to. Yeah, the only thing I could see him being is like a bridge quarterback. Like, remember Tyrod Did, Taylor was with yeah, Baker Mayfield, exactly. where he'll play exactly. like the first couple weeks, and then and then they'll just can him and uh start yeah start the rookie quarterback. Yeah, I, I think Philip Rivers' time is done as well. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, it, it, honestly, I think it really just depends on if he's down to be a backup. Exactly. And um, I think, I, I don't know, he just doesn't strike me like the type of guy who wants to be like, oh, I want to mentor young quarterbacks. I think he's like, I want to, I want to be the star guy. And yeah. I mean, you just got to face it. He's no longer a star quarterback. I know. So um, next, next, um, I mean, the next guy is two guys, really. It's the 2015, the first and second pick, uh, Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. So the, uh, they're both could potentially be free agents. I'm pretty sure Tennessee is not going to be franchise tag- tagging uh, Mariota. So Mariota's for sure a free agent. 
And Winston, like you said, is uh, potentially could be franchise tagged. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe they agree to a contract extension. But, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think is going to happen in both those guys? Okay, I think Winston will stay in Tampa. I think so. I don't know why. I just have a good feeling. Yeah. There's no reason for it. I mean, dude dude had like 30 interceptions last year. Dude, he should have won MVP. He had dude, dude, amazing defensive stats, amazing offensive stats. <laughs> that was fucking killing it on both ends. Uh, on- he could have won MVP, defensive player of the year, and offensive player of the year. Oh, my God. He Just sweep all the right. awards. Yeah. He could have. I think Jameis will stay in Tampa Bay, but Mariota, that's the interesting thing. I could see Mariota becoming a career backup now. I think that's where he's. I think that's the route he's going to go down. Maybe he goes to the Bears. Maybe we see a Trubisky Mariota core QB battle. But Cam Newton's another interesting name to throw in that conversation. There's Cam Newton to the Bears rumors. Maybe actually, maybe Mariota to the Colts if they don't want to. I can see that. Yeah, they don't want. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Maybe that's where Philip could go too. Maybe looking back at it, but they might stick with Brissett. But I see Mariota kind of – I don't know exactly where he's going to go, but I see him kind of roaming around the league as a backup. Maybe Jacksonville is the place for him if they don't want to go with a Gardner. Battle out with Nick Foles and Gardner Minshew, yeah. Exactly. With the Jaguars organization has a lot of question marks on it, so I don't know. If there's no, I, any, I, yeah, I agree any, with you. I think uh, – no, no, continue, sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah. I don't think any big free agent is going to go there after the whole like the whole uh, NFLPA grievance thing that came out. Did you hear oh, about that? Oh yeah, they overworked them, right? Did they, like did they uh, find them for not showing up to um yeah stuff OTAs like that and stuff like that. Yeah. But the main point was like they said like I forget the exact number and I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but it, I think it was around like 75 percent of all grievances filed to the NFLPA uh, were about the Jaguars or about the Jaguars. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. But honestly, I see Mariota maybe to the Colts, maybe Mariota. I see Mariota as like a career backup, honestly. Maybe to the Redskins. I don't know. I think Mariota. So I, I agree with you, Winston. I'm pretty sure Winston's going to stay because I, um, I think Bruce Arians likes him. I don't think Bruce Arian, like, uh, he's like, I want this guy out of here. Because um, Mary, I mean, uh, Winston, I mean, Winston is, he's very, he's a talented guy. Like, he just doesn't make the right reads all the time. But yeah. uh, you see, like, you see, like, him throw an interception. And then the next play, you see him just throw, like, an amazing pass that he just, like, puts it right in the money, and it's, like, a 90-yard touchdown. Like, you see this shit all it's, – it's just so weird with him how, like, he, he's hot one, like, one drive, and then he's, like, garbage. He's, like, exactly. uh, Zach Menenberger, uh, like, <laughs> some, you know, some Jets quarterback. Yeah, exactly, yeah, Jets quarterback. And, basically, um, basically, he's, like, Patrick Mahomes or Jimmy G fourth quarter Super Bowl. For, yeah, he's he's hot or he's cold, and it's so I think he's gonna stick out with the Winston one more year just to be like, all right, let's 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 just say we'll pin that first year on just you like being an experience, but let's actually like this year will be like the he needs to prove himself here. But yeah. um, I think Mariota. Here's where I disagree with you. I think Mariota's not gonna be a career backup. I think teams are gonna start bringing him in as like a, a competition because there's like a lot of there's oh, yeah. a lot of players like Jacoby Brissett who you know he's he's a uh, probably gonna be the starting quarterback next year. But there's a chance maybe they draft a rookie or something, or maybe they bring yeah. in Mariota. Or you see the Chargers, maybe like they draft a quarterback, maybe they get um Justin Herbert, and maybe they bring in Mariota just to compete with him. So I think maybe you you bring him in as like a competition guy. And I don't know, maybe because I think the one problem with Mariota is he came into the league super talented. Like everybody was like he surprised. He's, yeah, he's super fast, and um he can make a lot of the throws. It's just the last couple of years he kind of fizzled out. He just looks very um. He he just didn't look like he wanted to play football. He was kind of know, like, very much out of it. Exactly. Yeah. He was very much out of it, and um, he just didn't look inspired. And I think his teammates were feeling the same thing because like you saw when Ryan Tannehill came in, he had like a chip on his shoulder. Like he oh, wanted he to did. prove that like yeah yeah. And that's what happened with Tennessee. Like they play, they balled for him because they were like we want a quarterback to succeed. And I think Mariota lacks that. But if you if like you set him to a team and it's like he he no longer has a guaranteed quarterback spot, maybe that lights a fire under him and he's like all right screw it let me let me fucking ball out. 
and he returns to uh, Mariota, like his old form. So, um, yeah. I mean, I really want him to succeed because he's he's a talented guy. It's just um, it hasn't worked out for him yet the last couple of years. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill was honestly one of my favorite stories in the entire NFL season. That, that was that was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, no, I, I was surprised that he won Comeback Player of the Year. I thought it was actually going to oh, be Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy G got robbed. Let's just throw that he out He did, right yeah, because I, I don't think I don't know what Ryan Tannehill came back from. It's just a but shitty franchise. the Dolphins, but, uh, exactly. Yeah, but um, I mean, he's still a good – it was a good story. Like, I I mean, if you if you told me in the beginning of the year that Ryan Tannehill was going to take the Titans to the AFC Championship game, I would have told you, like, bullshit. Like, what the fuck are you saying? Ryan Tannehill is the backup. Uh, yeah, it's just – I don't know. It was just very weird and very unexpected. But, yeah. um, all right, let's move on to the next guy, Amari Cooper. You're an ex-Raiders fan, so you're very much uh, familiar with him. Uh, Do you think he's going to stay with the Cowboys, or is he going to go? Um, I think I think he'll I think he'll stay with the Cowboys. I see him staying in Dallas. I think he will. I mean, they have talent. They just, just, just kind of shit the bed, to be honest with you. I don't know what happened there. They do have a nucleus to bring the build around. They have a new coach who I forget who it is, but uh, they have um, um, what's his name? Oh my god, how am I blanking on this? Exactly. Oh, uh, Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. Mike, oh my it. god, that's Some, right. someone's so bland. That's why that, that that's, that's why it is. Why. Just, Anyways, yeah. plus he's a, plus he's an ex cracker. I mean Packer. So <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, I think I think I'll stay in Dallas. Um, I actually, I think I disagree. So, um, cause I'm, uh, they're, they're dealing with a lot of guys who are going to want money soon. They already paid Zeke. They paid Zeke a lot of money and, um, they have, mm-hmm. uh, Byron Jones, who's, um, he's a free agent this year. So I think, and then they have Dak Prescott as well. So I think they got, so they have Pres- Prescott, uh, Cooper and Byron Jones. And I think they can only honestly looking at the cap. I don't think they have that much. I don't know off the top of my head, but, um, I believe they can only get two of those guys. That's what I saw online. So, um, Unless one of those guys wants to take like a pay cut, maybe Byron Jones wants to. Um, I think maybe they, I could see a, a world where they go with Dak Prescott and then they they pay him with the contract that he wants, and then they pay uh, Byron Jones, you know, a starting safety contract, and then Amari Cooper is kind of like, I don't want to take a pay cut, I want to be paid like a top level receiver. Yeah. And um, I I believe uh, I saw him. He he was being asked at the Pro Bowl. They were asking him about um, how would he be willing to play in uh colder environment like would he be down to go to play in buffalo and he's kind of like you know what i don't really care about like if they wanted to pay me more money i already have enough money like i want to I, I want to uh play in a, in a in a spot that's good for me so i don't know the, the way it sounded to me it could be interpreted two ways maybe he's saying that the cowboys is the perfect fit for him but i think it might be also he just wants to go to a different place which yeah i know it's kind of weird with him saying it's being cold but i think uh i'm pretty sure indianapolis right they play in an indoor they play in an indoor um stadium so the Colts could be maybe a good place. Him and Ty, and the, I mean yeah, the team be, is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if, uh, I think really the problem for the Colts was that Jacoby Brissett was kind of unexperienced, and he wasn't really ready to be the starting quarterback. But um, you maybe bring in a rookie quarterback, maybe bring in Mariota or like Philip Rivers, or even Jacoby Brissett if he improves this year. And then you add in Ty Hilton on one side, and then you have um, Amari Cooper on the other side, and then you have Paris Campbell, who's a uh, from Ohio State. Who's um who was injured last year, most of the season last year, and you have those three guys on the team, and then you also have Devin Funches. I completely forgot about that. Oh my god! I and then you have Eric Ebron. That that's I mean that's you have a lot of talent on that team, and I could totally see him going to somewhere like that where you know he's just like you know what I want to play in a team that's gonna be good, and I don't think Dallas maybe maybe he doesn't want to play with Dak Prescott because you know Dallas is always gonna be a running team as long as they have Ezekiel Elliott in that offensive line, it's always gonna be a running team. That's so uh, yeah, that, that's that's the scenario that I see it going. All right, so the last guy we have is, uh, you know, we added one 49er, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. He got traded at the, um, yeah. traded at the trade deadline. 
And uh, he's balled out for Niners. He's been honestly, I think, the guy who really pushed them over to from just being a playoff team to a, a Super Bowl team. Uh, what do you think happens? Do you think he stays or he leaves? As much as I want him to stay, as much as I want him to stay, he says, I don't see why he wouldn't. He says he loves the people here, but he said he's going to see what out here, see what's out here. He also said he doesn't want to go back to, he said he would like to go back to Steelers, but Ben Roethlisberger is a jerk. So I don't, that's not happening. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I I want to say he stays, but I don't, I'm not 100% sure. I could see him going to a team that needs some wide receiver help, maybe like the Panthers or something like that. So I feel like they would able, they would be able to pay him a lot of money because you know they just got rid of all their captains, but they're kind of in a rebuilding space. So maybe not, and maybe yeah, that wouldn't make sense. So maybe they don't want to, like a veteran. In all honesty, I kind of see him staying with the 49ers. I think that that was such a good fit. I don't see why he wouldn't want to stay with all this young talent. That's what I think too. Yeah, the Niners are poised for the Super Bowl run. He is saying he's going to see what's out there though, but I'd say he could go to maybe a team that's on the cusp of playoff berth. Maybe he can go to Buffalo. Possibly, but I'm most likely I'd see him staying with San Francisco. Yeah, so the two scenarios I see happening is maybe he, uh, the Niners are like, all right, sorry, dude, we don't have the money for you. And he goes to Denver. Maybe he goes back to back there just to finish off yeah. his career. Or I see, um, I think he just stays. And I, honestly, I think what's going to happen is he's going to take a pay cut. Because, like, I mean, he has enough money. He's already had, like, enough money. I think what he wants is another Super Bowl ring. And um, yeah. I think his best chance is he already, like, he's, he knows Kyle Shanahan now. They've like they got it. They've established a connection. He's starting to get in a connection with Jimmy Garoppolo. Like I mean, Jimmy was looking at him for a lot of those crucial third downs and stuff like that. <laughs> so I think um, he just he takes a pay cut and he's like, all right, guys, let's run it back and let's hope we can win a Super Bowl this year. And then him and Joe Staley can you know walk off together and retire. There we go. That'd be beautiful. That would be amazing. exactly yeah. That, that'd be a beautiful that. ending. All that's right. for, that's probably just me being a hopeful Niners fan. I don't know. Honestly, I, I <laughs> no, I think that's actually realistic. I mean, you did say Giannis of the Warriors earlier in this podcast, but I do think. <laughs> All I right, here's think, my new hot take. Giannis, Giannis uh, in a transition to tight end, and he's gonna play for the for the Niners. Think about George how insane Kittle. that would be. <laughs> think about how it's a six well, eleven. He, he needs to he needs to bulk up a little bit. He's a little too skinny. We'll get yeah, him. Put him receiver. Put him in the slot. He's got some speed. Put him in the put him in the slot. Bruh, fadeaways in the end zone are the most freest shit now if Giannis is that wide receiver. You know, check this out, check this out. We put him at fullback, him and Juszczyk. Oh, my God. And then, <laughs> that, that, that's all we do. We always run with two fullbacks. Like, you know, some teams have zero fullbacks. We're going to run with two, two fullbacks. Yeah. Two fullbacks. Let's go. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Dude, exactly. And it's just going to be Giannis. Giannis is going to say, fuck the Bucks, Fuck the Warriors. I'm coming to the, I'm, I'm coming to the Bay. And I'm playing for the Niners. <laughs> there you go. Okay, um, so before we end this, um, I mean, the, the NFL season's done, but um, next week, or not next week, this weekend, yeah. uh, is going to be the first week of the XFL. So before we end this podcast, let's just say what team you're going to be rooting for and why. All right, I am going to be rooting for the New York Guardians. It's for a very simple reason. It's because of my ex-Raider fanness. I'm going to be rooting for Matt McGloin. For those of you who don't know... Uh, I was, I'm not going to tell you when I was born, but let's just say during my lifetime, I was only alive to see one Raiders playoff game. And that playoff game was when Derek Carr and Matt McGloin were both hurt. And then Connor Cook started and threw a pick to Davion Clowney and the rest is history. I wouldn't want to see what Matt McGloin would have done in that playoff game, especially Derek Carr, but I already knew he was out going into the game. Then McGloin hurt his shoulder and he was doing, he was pretty, he's playing pretty solid. Maybe we could have won Matt McGloin. So I want Matt McGloin to tap into his untapped Raiders potential and just, just ball out and just lead the New York Guardians to a championship. And I see you pulling up Connor Cook on screen share right there, though. Stop. I am, yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> I think, I think, I think Connor Cook. 
You know what? I, I want a Connor Cook versus Matt McGloin matchup. Uh, a Houston oh, Roughnecks. Oh, he is Houston. He's oh in the XFL. God. He's a Fuck, quarterback for the Roughnecks. Houston Roughnecks. Fuck and then what I want is Houston Roughnecks and New York Guardians. And then that's going to be the, you know, that's the matchup of the century. Matt McGloin versus Connor Cook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Then we can see who really would have led the Raiders to a win there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Derek Carr. It was obviously <laughs> everyone knew Derek Carr was not going to be the guy who's going to lead him to the Super Bowl. It was either Matt McGloin and Connor Cook. And this, and when, when this game happens, it will finally be settled. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so the team that I'm going to be going for, and this is, I mean, purely if this were, there, if there was a Bay Area team, I'd be probably going for the Bay Area team, but there is none, and I'm not going, and I'm not fucking going for LA, you know, I'm, I'm repping the Bay, exactly, Bay. I can't, yeah, nor, nor Cal, you know, I can't be going for SoCal, and, um, <laughs> exactly, yeah, that, that was kind of cringy, but, um, <laughs> let me just, let me just say this fast, I'm, I'm going to just okay. sum it up, so there's only one reason why I'm going for this team, and it's, uh, the team is the Tampa Bay Vipers, and it's because yeah. they have sick ass fucking jerseys. They have these green jerseys with like a little bit of yellow. It's, it's, I mean, it's like the coolest jerseys I've seen. Like, I think it's probably cooler than like some. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go out and say it. I think it's kind of cooler than the Niners jerseys too. Like the Niners jerseys Damn. are OG, but like these are kind of like these are cool jerseys. Like I feel like they're gonna stand out. And um, I know nothing about this team. I actually I don't think I can name a single player on the team. But uh, I'm gonna be going for the Tampa Bay Vipers. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, there we go. See uh, New York Guardians, Tampa Bay Vipers, and I think next week, if Chris is gonna be back from his uh, coronavirus, we'll ask him <laughs> what team he's gonna be going for, and then we'll just kind of, you know, every week we'll recap what happened with our team. And um, right. I think I don't know. Do you want to keep it fluid? Like maybe we can switch around teams because yeah, I'm, I'm down to bandwagon. I'm down to bandwagon. Let's bandwagon. Let's yeah, bandwagon. for sure. Just like I did with the Niners. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right. With with uh, all that being said, uh, this has been the Muff Podcast, and um. I think we'll see you guys next week. Peace. All right. Peace.